sunroof to keep you suckers dripping. Everybody's looking. If you're jealous, turn around. The AMG kick keeps us closer to the ground. We're getting good grip from the 50 series tires. The Alpine's bumping, but I need the volume higher. Cause the 808 kick drum makes a girlies get done. We're rolling Rainier, and the jealous wanna get some. Every time we do this, sucker MCs wanna battle. I'm the man they love to hate, the JR Ewing of Seattle. Picked up the posse on 23rd and Jackson, heading for the strip. Yes, we're looking for some action. The limo's kinda crowded, the whole car was leaning back. Maharaji's watching TV with two girlies on his lap. On Martin Luther King, the set looks kinda dead. We need a new street, so posse move ahead. And we all look kinda swath, the crew you can't forget. The mix a lot, posse cola ripping up the set. My posse's on Broadway. My posse's on Broadway. My posse's on Broadway. My posse's on Broadway. Uh, rolling in my posse was getting kind of bored. There's not another posse with more points scored. We don't walk around like criminals or flex like big gorillas. My home. The year was 1988. I was 11 years old. That was the first ever rap song that had streets from my neighborhood that I recommended. That was Sir Mix-a-Lot. My posse is on Broadway. This is your girl, Vanessa. I am one half of Girl Trucks co-founding team. And I'm excited to welcome everybody to Day Zero, the official kickoff for our next season of Black History Bootcamp. And I'm walking in my neighborhood in Washington, D.C., and I should be joined by my crew. You there, Morgan? I'm here. What are we raining? Africa rain. It's not even, it's not Seattle rain, not that little misty stuff. It's Africa showing up raining out here. I'm standing under overhang so I can stop and talk. And I'm going to put my phone away because, you know, this phone costs money. Y'all better stop playing. Exactly. Who's going to pay for this phone? I am at my local market and I am haggling fiercely. And so every time I pick some up, somebody comes. Tell them where your local market is, Morgan. They don't know. Maybe people, we got a lot of oh, people sorry. on the line. Tell them where I live in West, I live in West Africa, y'all. And I live in Ghana. <laughs> and I am in the, um, in, if you're in Ghana, I'm in, uh, you know, that market in the uh, parks and, and rec with all them people. And I'm trying to haggle and buy this cute yellow jacket with this girl. I had to step away because we wasn't settling on the price. And this girl is looking at it now. <laughs> this is how people do you. This is how people do you. They wait for you to take the step. And Look, then don't in. slip. Don't slip because somebody else. <laughs> She's looking at that jacket. Hold on. I see my whole girl over here. I'm about to go. This is my community. I can uh, stop here on Saturday. Excuse me, sis. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Hold on. Well, while second. Morgan oh, is. Is it's okay. You go ahead and negotiate for your jacket. Hold on. Wait. Wait. What happened? Hold on. I'm going up. Sorry. Sorry. I stepped in a puddle. Oh my god. I love it. That's exactly the way we should. Okay. Go on mute. Go on mute. While Morgan is going on mute, drying her shoes, and negotiating to buy a yellow jacket in the market in Accra, Ghana, I will officially welcome everyone to this walk and talk and this uh, viral podcast that this thing called Black History Bootcamp, which is taking the world by storm and let you know what's going down. So if you are new to the Girl Trek movement, welcome. We are over a million Black women. We walk to reclaim our neighborhoods, to take back our streets, to inspire our daughters, and mostly so that we can personally experience healing. And we do that through a commitment of 30 minutes a day of radical self-care on our feet, and throughout the year, Morgan and I, as the co-founders of Girl Trek, invite people to walk with us for 21 days. It's called Black History Boot Camp. And while we walk, we tell the stories of our history. We tell the stories of our culture. We tell the stories that will shock and awe you, the stories that we did not learn about in schools. And we have thousands of people. We have had, all, we are literally 10,000 downloads away from hitting 2 million downloads on this podcast. And people call in from all over the world. Um, shout out to the folks calling in from the continent. Shout out for the folks calling in from Central and South America, the Caribbean, all over the United States. 
So they too can lace up their sneakers and walk with us during this time. It is a super dope experience. And we will kick off day one of this, which is our sixth series on Monday. And we're going to have 21 dope stories about Black neighborhoods. We're specifically doing Black neighborhoods this time around because this is a part of our overall mission to take over the thousand Blackest neighborhoods in this country to establish crew there. And I want to start this call by shouting out our coaches. We have a dope, bomb, fantastic coaching core of Black women who are committed to being the frontline soldiers in their communities. And right now on this Saturday, whether it's raining, whether it's hot, whether they were tired, whether they worked last night, they got up this morning so that they could be out in their communities out walking. So I just want to shout them out. And it's my goal that by the end of this 21-day series, that we not only have hit, and I think we might really be close there, so Morgan can tell us our thousand neighborhood goal, but that for every neighborhood that we introduce you to over this 21 days, we end um, this series with crews started in those neighborhoods. So that's my intention for this. Morgan, do you want to say anything else about the coaches, about our thousand goal? Morgan is leading the charge for what that looks like across the country with an um, amazing street team. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Listen, <laughs> yes. two plus one other sister, two equals a crew, two equals a crew. We need some bumper stickers. Two equals a crew. You plus a sister, you plus your sister, you plus your cousin, you plus your neighbor, you plus your mama, you plus your daughter. That's a crew. It's not actually deeper than that, y'all. Our goal is to get a, a crew in the thousand blackest neighborhoods in America. If you know you live in a black, God forgive me, still in a black neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Then just sign up to be a crew. And all you need to do, um, actually, if you go to info.girltrek.org and ask who your regional coach is, they will tell you who your regional coach is so she can support you. Maybe your team grows like Vonda Henderson, um, or in Henderson, North Carolina. What's Vonda? Vonda Vass. Vonda Vass. She got 150 something at her church like five years ago, and they were just walking them sisters at that church. Or maybe your crew is like me and Vanessa, where your crew is virtual and you call your friend every single uh, Saturday. Or my crew here in Ghana, where my friends be out walking me all the time, y'all. They be like, it's 7 o'clock. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? They be texting me and like, they keeping me alive, y'all. Y'all, I need some accountability. Can we just talk about that first of all? Vanessa, Can I have we? Actually, yes. Okay, yes, I went to the um, doctor to get, okay, first of all, I went on a fabulous vacation. If you missed it on Instagram, you tripping. Listen, Check rest is radical. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Listen, girl track trying to say I got too many vacation days. I was like, this is the mission. <laughs> this is the mission is vacation days, okay? So I went on a fabulous vacation to Tanzania. I went to Zanzibar. I was looking cute on the beach, but I was ashy yeah. and I did have a chest cold. So I was looking as cute as possible, okay? But I was <laughs> looking cute on the beach. Then I went on safari. I had a whole safari jacket and hat. I mean, yeah, I, went and hat. I went hard. Yes, you did. In Tanzania, okay? Yes, but I did get back. I like to show up for the occasion and actually, you got to show up. You got to show up. That's what I was trying to show up for, exactly. (laughs) First of all, the people on Safari was looking like people from your neighborhood, Morgan, ain't supposed to be on Safari. And I was like, look at me, look at me now. Like, you've been tripping at Safari. Yeah, look look at me now. Yes. So, anyway, I had gotten bitten by some mosquitoes and some flies when I was out there. So, I had to go to get a blood test to make sure I don't got no parasites. I know there's a lot of information for the new people. For the old people, y'all get me, y'all know how I roll. So I went to go get a blood test to make sure I was good. I'm feeling good and everything. But Vanessa, my iron levels were so low. I called Keith, my ex-husband, who happens to be a physician. And he was like, if you were one point lower, I would make you check into the hospital. He said, you must, and then this is what almost made me, this is what made me almost burst into tears. He said, you must be so tired. And I was like, I am tired. I was like, I yeah. am tired, and I worked 14 hours for Girl Trek on Friday. I worked 12 hours yeah. for Girl Trek on Thursday. I worked nine hours straight. I'm talking about straight meetings. You know what I mean? And I'm working yeah. today, which I love, but I was like, I got to go to the market while I'm working today. So I yeah. just, um, I need accountability, and my crew moved away. Shout out to Janine, who's in D.C. now. And nobody don't be calling me at 7, like, where you at? It's time for the walk. And if I am being yeah. quite honest, I have not walked, I mean, I went on vacation and I walked, but I have not walked routinely 30 minutes a day, five days a week since the last boot camp. Since the last boot camp. That's the truth. Which is why, which is why this 
series is so Let me important finish the thought. Let me finish the thought, Vanessa. Let me finish the thought. So some people are responsible. Some people are their sister's keeper. It's your mission in life. My sister's like that, Kendria. Who, shout out to Kendria in Sacramento. She's like that. She calls on me. And if that is you, we need you. People like me need you to say, Morgan, come join my crew. I need you to show up at 8 o'clock on Saturday, 9 o'clock, whatever you, however y'all roll in your crew. And that's it. Because we need to be each other's lifeline. I need somebody to care about me. I need somebody to be like, you know, you need some iron. Your lips is looking ashy. Well, Vanessa, Vanessa, that's you. That's you. You've been doing that for me, girl. That's what I was going to say. I was like, well, first of all, we need this series because at least for these next 20, look, I've been slipping, though. I've been slipping on the yeah. other days. I ain't going to okay. lie, lie. I do not be calling Morgan and asking her to go on a walk. Even I need to. I need to be checking on my friend. But this today, I did text her at 11.15. I was like, in 45 minutes, we hit the pavement. And when I texted her, I was like, that is the accountability that both me and Morgan need. We are so service-oriented, and we consistently put um, the movement and others out front in a way that I think both of us wouldn't even apologize for and believe in. And also, we need prompts and reasons to do the work and the work is still to heal ourselves not to just be talking the talk for other people so i'm grateful for these 21 days at least for these 21 days morgan i will be your crew but by the end of this 21 days i'm gonna need somebody else to call you at 7 a.m because you know i'm not a morning person and (laughs) you're gonna need somebody else um but morgan i do have a question for you actually when you were talking about accountability did you have a neighborhood crew growing up like, did you have, like, your crew? Did they come by on the bicycle? Yes, I did. did you have, who, who were they? Well, because we have two crews. Like we all no. lost somebody, and we might need to reach out to them for this series and be like, oh, my well, God, doing Well, there were two I crews, Vanessa. Who are they? Who no, are there they? were two crews. There was the crew that was the bad kids, and they used to throw Chinese stars <laughs> at people on their bikes. I wasn't a part of that crew because I went to the Church of God in Christ, okay? And then there was my crew. And we tried to dig to China, first of all, my crew. And then we started raising money oh, for because we thought after commercial, started raising money in one of those water jugs. And we had a secretary and a treasurer. We wasn't exercising, but we was doing philanthropy as a crew. That's what I'm saying. I was about seven, eight. Tell me about your crew. Oh, my God. First of all, my first crew was my girlfriend, LaShonda. LaShonda, shout out to LaShonda. We met, I think, in like second grade. And then we just became like the best of friends all through high school. And we were like that kind of crew where people was like, one of them is LaShonda and one of them is Vanessa, but like they didn't know who was who. And uh, then we picked up some other crew members along the way. And we was bad, kind of. Like we was like, you know, plotting and scheming. It was like, what your mom said, you got the time, you got to come in. But if you tell her that my auntie said this and this, then we could do this thing. Then we could get on the bus and then be over in this neighborhood when we know we're supposed to be over there. We gonna have Like we was really plotting and twisting. That was the type of crew we were there. Well, I was speaking about LaShonda, who I only talk to, like, you know, periodically now. And I was like, I'm going to invite her to this to do the boot camp. Because when I think about my neighborhood and I think about growing up, I, so much of my memories and my identity is around, like, her and my friend Sharla and um, Jennifer and Paige and some friends I have who I grew up with. And I was like, this is a perfect opportunity. So I'm going to invite everybody else who is on the line walking with us to think of your first crew those folks who held you down in your neighborhood and maybe use this as an opportunity to reconnect with them um, and invite them into this neighborhood series. I'm out of breath. I only walk like five blocks for the record. So clearly I need this uh, 21 day boot camp. That's all y'all need to know. Morgan, what are the, what is the thing you love most about the neighborhood you live in right now? Girl, what do I love most? Well, the neighborhood I live in now is if you could picture, so for those of you who don't know, Ghana was liberated um, from the colonizers. I know the queen just died, but I'm just saying we were just liberated from the queen and the colonizers in the late 50s. So Ghana is the same age as my dad, Eddie James. Okay, so my dad, Eddie James, is just pulling it together with his cowboy boots on. So Ghana is still pulling it together better than Eddie James. Every time I get frustrated, I'll be like, well, it's better than... You know what I mean? And I tell you that to tell you that if you think of being 40 years out of liberation, you think about all of this kind of um, 
classic things that used to happen in black neighborhoods when, you know, yeah. years ago. And we still have that in our neighborhood. So this morning, or actually when I was just leaving for this, I heard the man hitting like a cowbell and, and he has a particular sound and he's the guy who has a sewing machine. He walks around with a sewing machine and he hooks you yeah. up if you need something done. If you need your curtains done, your, your pants hemmed or whatever. And you just listen for that particular cowbell. There's young boys who have a different kind of like triangle sound and they are the shoe shine guys. There's people who are do manicures and pedicures and they walk through the neighborhood and you can just like the coconut man, the mango man, the, there's like a man for everything. And I just know that's how black communities used to be with like the guy who delivered the ice, the guy who delivered the milk, the woman who sewed on the corner. And I love that about my neighborhood. I love that the entire community is functional and practical. And so I have to, I have to figure out what my function is. And my function is yes. to support. Like, and I just be trying to support the heck out of people. And I like tip the drivers real good. I like, t- I, I just really try and be, an active citizen. I also love that I'm friends with all my neighbors. Literally the girl across the street, the girl next door, the girl upstairs, the guy downstairs. I know all their names. They're checking out for me. Um, I love my neighborhood so much. So those are some of the things that I love. What about you? Well, first of all, I, somebody moved in literally just right across the hall from me and even the girl next door. I do not know their names at all. It is something that I have like assessed for like the last year. And I'm just like, this is America. <laughs> like we'd be trying to create some boundaries. When we get in the elevator, I'd be like, God, don't talk to me neighbor because I'm exhausted. But I do feel like I need to change that. And there's an older black lady who lives in the apartment right above mine because um, I have a balcony and she has a balcony. And I her balcony feels like it could use some TLC and like somebody to do some plants. And I was thinking I should offer, like talk to that lady and just see maybe if she needs some help. So that's one thing that I should be and want to be more neighborly, but I love, I live in um, Adams Morgan in DC and literally just in like the five or six blocks that I've been walking since I talked to you, I saw like an Ethiopian family putting their baby stroller and stuff in the car and getting ready to go out somewhere. I walk past um, what I think is like a big enclave of like people from Honduras who live in this one apartment building on the corner. Um, You got the corner boys who uh, always now wave when they see me and they know I'm kind of like on my phone and they just like, I wave with them, they wave with me, we keep it moving. But it's a neighborhood that really um, is international in many ways. It's black and brown, even though uh, gentrification is like steadily trying to push people out. But you still got like the old um, Guatemala lady selling like papusas. And you still got like, actually right around the corner from my house, I just discovered there is an, a chess club of old black man, Morgan, like my grandpa. And they've been playing chess for over like 75 years. And they meet like regularly and they have all these beautiful photos. And I love that. And then, of course, there's a huge park in my neighborhood and they have a drum circle that happens on Sunday. And the drums just reverberate through my apartment. And the drum circle has been going on at least 50 years consistently every Sunday. So I love like that rooted history. I love the international vibe. Um, It makes me feel like I'm safe, like I can express myself, like I can see myself in the neighborhood. And I also love that you don't need a car to get around, which means it's easy to interact with people. Ooh, it's raining so much right now in my head. I got my girl truck Columbia rain jacket on though. <laughs> that was product um, placement. <laughs> right, it was. I want to say was like I'm wearing my Columbia. Columbia <laughs> jacket. I know, I was just that thinking. Was it. I was like, let, me the, let me put the hood on. As before we get ready to get into this season, I do want to say we have women calling from all over Morgan who I know for a fact, and maybe you could share one or two, I have literally talked to no less than a dozen women in the last couple of months who explicitly told me that Black History Bootcamp saved their life. And I wonder if there's a woman or two on the call um, who one just has a testimony around what Black History Boot Camp or walking in Black History Boot Camp has done for you because we have a lot of new women who are getting ready to experience this journey. And if you do, we'll make a little bit of space in like two or three minutes for you to come on the line. You can just hit star nine to raise your hand. 
if you just want to greet um, the new trekkers from around the country and welcome them into the experience, if you have something that you are really looking forward to over these next 21 days, if you have a specific intention that you want to manifest and maybe you want to share it with us, um, the, the energy of a million Black women all walking together can really shift and transform things. So I do want to make some space for women to come on the line. You can star nine for this episode because the rest of the episodes are going to be traditional Black History Bootcamp where we're going to really break down the stories, get deep into the history. You'll have a playlist to listen to, like a real curriculum. But today is like the, the community day, like what neighborhoods is representing on this call, where y'all walking from? So I do want to hear some of that. But Morgan, I'm just wondering, like, I won't mention her name, but I know you talked to like um, one of a woman who was like a big chancellor of a school who told you she was listening. Has there been any testimonies that have really stood out to you? I said, you tripping. That's Kaya Henderson, D.C. Public School. Oh, okay. My girl. My friend. Yeah. Friend to Girl Check. Listen, one of the most radical women in education in the history of America is a woman named Kaya Henderson. She was the chancellor of D.C. Public Schools. She was just here in Ghana. She was like, stop tripping, Morgan. Come see. She had all these important people with her, like 10 people. She was like, come take us for a walk. I was like, I'm on a walking service. And it's just like, <laughs> so I came out there because, you know, she's important. I was like, Kaya, we hit it off. And she was so amazing. And she was like literally quoting different episodes from Black History Book Camp. I was like, Kaya, you be listening? She was like, girl, I be listening. Everybody be listening. So I'm so grateful to you, Kaya, for even just validating, verifying, supporting, calling me, including me, knowing my number, remembering my name, any of that. Like people get big sometimes and they be forgetting. And I just appreciate when people are not like that. Um, so that's Kaya. She's, that's one of my favorite things, um, uh, testimonies. But mostly like the women who came to the stress protest, who literally came up to me like yes. they were my cousin because they know all my business. They're like, I listen to yes. camps. And I was like, I know. <laughs> and this one girl came to my house one time and my ex-boyfriend now, y'all will talk about it on boot camp, was getting out of the car. And she was like, she whispered to my neighbor, that's Jerry, that's Jerry. And he was like, do you know that lady outside? I was like, no, not really. <laughs> she must listen to boot camp. So I'm just saying that I am grateful for everybody who listens. Vanessa, can we talk a little bit about this season and what we're going to do this yes, episode season? Because I'm yes. really excited about it. We yes. decide, you know, sometimes yes. we do people. Sometimes we do moments and, and movements. This time we are going to do neighborhoods and addresses. And I am so excited about that. In my mind, I see somebody. Remember that sister used to ride her motorcycle everywhere to go to Girl Tech events? Yes. In my mind, yep. somebody is a rover reporter and going to all these places and reporting out on social media. And we could create the African-American, all-American road tour to go to all these places. These are addresses mm -hmm. that everybody should know and does not know. These are places where culture was born. These are places where our heroes were born. And y'all, I'm sick of other people buying the houses of our heroes. I remember my Angela's house was on Zillow, yo. It was on Zillow after she passed away. And it was like only a hundred or two hundred. Morgan, I just went to Ithaca, New York. And as part of the walking, the tour that we did on that bike ride, the Harry Timmer Freedom Ride, we went by Alex Haley's house and there's two girls living there like from a fraternity. And they was like, yeah, it's not even cute. Here? I was no, like, what? no, you said I'm coming in. Like, yeah. you you I didn't come somebody. in. I was like, I was like, no, I cannot, I cannot, I absolutely cannot support this type of mess. Um, and this you is what I'm right saying. There. And so, yes. So, a couple of things. I want you all to listen carefully as we do the episodes. Vanessa and I have decided we're going to do a people's vote at the end of the 21 days, and Girl Check is going to support somehow, some way. If we just mowing the lawn, y'all, fresh coat of paint, something. We're going to support our landmarks. We're going to preserve our cultural history. We are yeah. going to do that together. So listen to the episodes and you guys will vote. Or you all, you women, Cicely Tyson says, stop calling black women, guys. You all, our sisters, will vote on which one we're going to go to. Now, listen, it's going to be competitive because we got some good, juicy episodes. I try to make my episodes we do. better than Vanessa. Then she, then she came <laughs> with a list. It was real. Then I came. Girl, I came hard. You came like you was doing some research, like typing on that computer, top, 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 and you yep. were doing some research. Your list is really good, y'all. 21 days, we're going to go on a virtual walking tour through history and through Black neighborhoods to explore what created the great people that we know as heroes, what created the great moments, where were the intersections of violence and the intersections of peace, where were the intersections of, like, um, 
of absolute transformation in our neighborhood. Like we are ready. To and Morgan, you told me this one time, by the way. Black America. Yes. Morgan, I want to ruin my, you ruined you ruined my last this, little. That was a dramatic. I didn't ruin it. Okay, that was it was it was a it was a um, <laughs> it was, it was a two step. I two stepped in almost at the right time. Almost. Yes, it was. But no, was, you said this one time when you were talking about um you were talking about Angela Davis and you used you were like, what is the secret sauce of certain ecosystems where people don't understand that like whole blocks like birth not one revolutionary, but two revolutionaries, but like five revolutionaries who lived around the block. Like what was the secret sauce of the, and that created those ecosystems is I think something that we will be able to explore. Cause as I have been writing my episodes, I was like, man, like there's so much. And even as I was writing about my own uh, neighborhood and block last night for the day zero kickoff, I was like, there was something special that happened on my block for all the people who live there from uh, activists like Waikin to NBA players like Martel Webster, who grew up like literally two blocks down from me. And I was just like, there's something um, special. And I think we can learn from that, especially as we are being pushed out of our to that NBA player. To that NBA player that she was in prom with, what's his name? That be word that's <laughs> probably his hair. I, I shall not. I shall not. I shall not say those things because yes, no, no, y'all. Yeah, he got a family. He got a family now, y'all. He got a family. But all you need to know is the NBA player who wore that thing on his head. <laughs> but that's what you're talking about around ecosystems is important. And yes. I remember when I was. This might be what you're talking about when I was reading Malcolm X. I was mm-hmm. incredulous. That's a million dollar SAT word. I was incredulous because I was like, how is it possible that he walks outside his front door and he starts shining shoes in his red fox? And then how is it that he knows all the mobsters and he knows all the Italian gangsters? And how how is it possible that he's also going to listen to um, uh, Honorable Elijah Muhammad? Like, I just couldn't believe it until I moved to neighbor because I was in Kansas when I was reading that. And no no shade to Kansas because Wichita got its own little um, vibe. But I'm saying like, Sorry, my neighborhood laugh. I'm just saying that, like, I couldn't believe that there were these ecosystems or concentrations of greatness like Harlem. I just couldn't imagine it. And so, like, if you think of places like Harlem, like Oakland, like Birmingham, um, places that were hotbeds for Black culture to thrive, like Detroit, like Chicago, we're going to talk about those. But then we're also going to talk about the the precursors to those places like Nicodemus, like um, the the first Black townships in America. And then we're going to talk about even places that were very very rural or very suburban, something happened in households and households by household, block by block, which created genius. And we want to study that because we want to recreate it, y'all. This ain't just play play. We walk in in a revolution. This is the, yeah. this is study. This is study, y'all. Ooh. So we're yes, so excited that you're joining us. Let's open up the lines, V. Yes, and we got a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of walkers. Just, I feel the energy, and uh, our producer was like, look, it's, uh, we got a whole long queue, so let's try to get as many in as we can. Um, go ahead and unmute our first walker. Let's see where they're from. Tell us your name, where you calling from, where you walking at. Hi there. Hello. Hi there. Is this Vanessa, is this Vanessa and Morgan? Yes, it is. Who are we talking to? Well, hello. I cannot believe I just got through. This is the lovely Gail Turner, calling from New York City, born and raised in Brooklyn. I am like ecstatic just hearing your voices. I just want to take a moment to let you know, I believe I've been with Girl Trek for at least four years. Um, You excite me, you uplift me. Um, um, Everything in my life has been ignited because of my connection with Girl Trek. I made it through a surgery in February for my colon, like a, um, what do you call it? A, a robotic resection, sigmoid colon surgery. And Friday, I had to redo my, my diet. I had these bouts with diverticulitis. And since I've been involved with um, Girl Trek, it is so important. I look so forward to the 21 days, the sisterhood, the black history, let me tell you, when people say that you saved their lives because of that, I won't go to that extreme, but I will say this, that you have pushed me into my next chapters in my life in a joyous way. I am a grandmother who raised a grandson who is now 24 years old in New York City. 
I have a daughter in California with four younger grandsons. I'm in the performing arts for 35 plus years. I'm an actress and singer. And I tell you, Girl Trek has added something to my life. I proudly wear my, my gear outside. I proudly share you with my other sisters to join on. In fact, quite a few have joined Girl Trek. And uh, I hope that I can be with you next year for the retreat. So I'm sending you love, light, and I look forward to these 21 days with you both. Be blessed, be joyous, uh, be uplifted, and keep it real. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for that. those words, lovely Gail. Thank you for your testimony. Thank you for using the word ignite. Um, I, I can't think of anything more that I personally want to be in service of doing, which is like, a candle loses nothing by lighting another candle. So yes, to ignite, just yes to every single thing that you said. And to keep it real. Sending you love, Lord Ghana. God bless you. God bless you too, girl. Thank you, sister. All right, be blessed. Thanks for your time. Pray for my iron levels. Pray for my iron levels. Thank you, thank you. They're going to rebound. I shall. What the, listen, what are y'all going to do with me when I got a lot of blood and iron going through me? Y'all going to be like, she talk too much because I'm already like, I was praying this morning. Uh, I was like, God, I was like, God, you be the blood. <laughs> I was like, God, fill me up with your blood. It was ignorant. I was laughing at myself, but that's kind of what I want. So y'all ain't even ready for that. No, I ain't even oh, ready. Man. I am. Okay. There's a beautiful man here with some dreads and a beard. What's your name? Oh, of course, his name is Kofi. He's Friday-born. Friday-born Kofi. He's folding this beautiful purple jacket and pants set for me. And the, the way your voice has just, shifted, oh. Morgan, I can't deal with it. The way, you, the way your voice has shifted into, like, seductress of the man on the street, just like that, just one little awesome. <laughs> it's just switch. Okay? It's just switch. I know he's fine. I know he's fine because he's going to switch to actual, like... Yes, I hear it. All of your voice, all of your throat chakra. It's in my throat chakra, y'all. Y'all don't need me on these streets single. That's all you need to know. It's in your cheeks, actually. When you really like somebody, it'd be you be talking in your cheeks. It'd be like you be trying to get into your throat, but it'd be in your cheeks. Uh He made this cute Um, little outfit. Folded it for me. I'm buying it, y'all. It's cute little outfit. That outfit Mm. that I bought or that I wore at the stress protest with that looked Native American. I got it from here. I go find Um, that. That was cute. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I'm gonna go find her. She's amazing. She's like, where are you gonna wear this to? I said, don't you worry about it. <laughs> go someplace, exactly. Someplace good. Oh, you trading, sister? Hey, Hi sir. there. Who we have on the call? This is keeping it moving, Katora. How are you all feeling today? <laughs> I'm excited to to be back with you all. I was at Stress Protest this year. Um, and my intention for this 21 day boot camp, I've participated in all of them, but Morgan gave us a challenge at Stress Protest to be at our best hope. So I'm out here puffing and panting <laughs> because I'm determined to not only meet, but exceed Morgan's challenge to all of us so that we can start taking over neighborhoods, not just where we are, and I'm in Greensboro, North Carolina, shout out to the borough, um, but all across the world, right? So thank you for issuing that challenge, and this boot camp is coming right on time. Katora. 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 Hey, Katora, North Carolina. Katora, I'm going to tell you something right here. Everybody listening to Katora is when you call in, you don't sound like that. Like you were kind of out of breath. Don't call. That's right. Don't, Don't call. call. That's right. And listen, I am, I am sitting down talking to this mayor right now. So, but I am outside. But what I tell you, come Monday, I'm about to have on my shoes. I'm about to have on my sports bra. Don't try to dial in the boot camp. You don't even got on those sports bra. I'm saying we going to walk. And this is, I had an idea, Vanessa. Every single yeah. time I boot camp this time, I'm going to pick a yep. spot in my neighborhood that I want to support and I'm going to walk to that. So I'm not just walking aimlessly. I'm going to walk with purpose to that place because yes. it's going to make me more mileage. I want to get more mileage this time. And I do want to get in the best shape of my life. I put a, sh- a, a call out to every single person, y'all. COVID did a number on us. Yeah. All of us. And we can't just be passive about our health anymore. 
just like I went to go get that screening, like we can't be passive about our health anymore. So y'all, this boot camp Monday, be ready. We're looking for a 15 minute mile. And if you, if, if that's too hard, at least a 20 minute mile so that when we walk, when we talk for 30 minutes, you done got at least two miles in. That's what we're talking about. So by the end of the month, you're going to have 40, 50 miles under your belt. Okay. So that's what we're looking for. So thank you so much for that, Katora. Thank you all. Thank you, sister. Let's bring in two or three more folks and then we're going to wrap up because people's like, y'all, 30 minutes. So look, y'all, we just had to get warm up and then we got to have some conversations and then we got to cool them down. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hey, she ain't cooling down. Hey, sis. <laughs> Hi, my name is Colette Carter. I'm originally from New York City, but I live in Atlanta, Georgia for the last 20 years. And girls, I love y'all. Okay? <laughs> I just want to say I love y'all. I've been walking with y'all since COVID started. And I'm gonna keep on walking. And I asked five other people to join today. But I'm yes. And I, yes. And I just want to say, y'all are fabulous. I, oh, I thank you. You fabulous man. too. Your life love, is. <laughs> I just love, I'm, I'm 66 years old, girl. Okay, and I just love y'all. I don't have. What did you say to the people who you invited? What did you say to the five people you invited? What did I say? Yes. Get on, or you're going to lose out. Get on, or you're going to lose out. That's a marketing campaign. Thank you, ma'am, for that submission. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. I just love y'all. I don't want to take up a lot of time. Let somebody else get on. Peace and blessings, and keep the movement going. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling in. Right. Thank you for walking. Right. Thank you for your energy. And thank you for inviting five friends. That is exactly how the movement grows. We can all tag in five friends by the end of the day so that by Monday, when we hit day one, everybody is starting with us on time and they're feeling the energy and they don't even got to catch it. Oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Yep. People be Pre talking. They, and they be like, next time. Yes. Peace, Peace and blessings, blessings sister. Uh -uh. Peace, Peace and blessings. And blessings. Peace and wow. blessings, sister. She's cracking me up. <laughs> oh, my God. All the way in God, girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> she is cracking me up. She's giving me so much life. I can't take it. Talking about peace and blessings. When people say peace and blessings with that much assertion in their voice, you better believe them. It is peace and blessings, okay? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Look. And bean pies. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> like um, That's hilarious. <laughs> I know. Ooh, bean pies sound delicious. You know, I've never had a bean pie. I know you ain't. You just be talking about your life. Good morning. I don't even know what it is. I don't even know like what's in the bean pie. Good morning. It tastes like sweet potato Good pie, morning. but a little bit more protein. Oh, thank you. Oh, okay. Good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me? We sure can. Who do we have? Where are you calling in from? Hi, I'm Yell. I'm calling from um, California. I'm just telling what you, part? I am. Oh, Sacramento. Sacramento, California. Sacramento, Scott. S-A-C-R-A-M-E-N-T-O. We Sacramento. Yeah, we're number one. Oh, 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 that's a hometown, y'all. S-A-C-R-A-M-E-N-T-O. We Sacramento. Yeah, we're number one. I see a cheerleader. I was an angry cheerleader. <laughs> funny. Thank you so much for letting me in. I've been with you guys for so many years now. You really have saved my life and gave me a new purpose. I keep trying to get all my friends to come with me, and I keep dragging a couple, but they keep falling off. But I want you to know we're out here trying. And we appreciate all that you guys um, do, to and we're trying to support everybody we can. Hello? We're here. Thank you so much for even suggesting that because they didn't come along, by the way, that you're still trying. When you were saying that you invited some friends and they're trying to get out of here, there was a little defeat in your voice. But I was like, no, don't be defeated. Like we even, first of all, a crew is you plus one or two other women. And then second of all, it takes, I'm still trying to get all my cousins on board, still trying to get some aunties <laughs> on board. But the most important thing is that you are out there consistently walking. And over the course of these 21 days, that's going to have to be the radical commitment that we all make to each other, which is 
Let's share the good news. It's a superhero Saturday. Let's tag in five friends. Let's get them all excited. But look, by the time Monday comes, you better, you got to get laser focused on your own game. It's going to be like, I don't know if they got the emails or not, but I'm out here. I'm walking. I'm doing my thing. And that's yeah, a message for stopped. everybody who's out there. I haven't stopped since the last week, so I've been doing really good. Today, I'm a little under the weather. It's why you hear that sound in my voice, but I'm still out here walking. So thank you all for being here. and We appreciate the boot camp. And um, thank you again. Tell us your name one more time. Yo, Werleman. Yo. Say it one more time. Yo? Why? Oh, yes. Yo. Like yo yo? Like yo like yo yo the rapper? Okay, but that's a break it down. You know you got a yo yo song, you know. You know you got a yo yo song. Think about it. (laughs) Right. I don't know yo 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 songs. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yo, okay, listen, I'm coming home to Sacramento. Yo, I'm coming home to Sacramento in like a couple weeks, and I will post on the Sacramento page and watch out for it. And please, please, please come out because I would love to meet you. Oh, my God, I'm late. Okay, good, good, good. I can't wait. All right, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll be looking for it. Oh, I can't believe it. Bye, yo. Thank you so much. Bye, thank you. Take care. Bye. All right, Morgan, we're going to take one last caller before we wrap up for this Saturday. Okay, okay, okay. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so excited. This is Melina calling in from Paraland right outside of Houston. What's up? What's okay, up? Shout out to Houston. Yeah, tell us, yeah, tell us what you're calling this for. Okay, so I started uh, Girl Trek during the pandemic at home with my kids. They never wanted to come walk with me, so I went and got me a dog. adopted her. She's a double uh, evacuee and named her Zora. So I really just feel the Girl Trek movement all around. And when I heard the 21 day, when y'all said call in with your intention for 21 days, I'm a mental health therapist. So I feel so much of what y'all say from so many different directions. I love that y'all have the call, the um, number where you can call in for mental health support. And so over this 21 days, I'm working on an online course for peace, balance, and joy. And that is my commitment and my intention that when the boot camp is over, we're going live because working with individuals is so fulfilling. But to be able to get this peace, balance, and joy that I feel like you all give physically, and it's also working with us mentally and emotionally and I think ways that y'all probably have no idea. Oh you do because of the stress process. But I'm just excited to be a part of the movement and working towards the intentions for myself and for our community. So thank you Girl Track. Thank you so much for all y'all support and everything that y'all do for us on our behalf. For Vanessa and Morgan. We appreciate y'all. Oh uh, I thank you for that testimony. I love that your intention was something that you are gonna complete over the twenty one days in companion with the walking because I don't know what my thing is yet, Morgan, but I also was thinking like, what can I get done over these twenty one days that's like important to me that I can let this boot camp be like a guide to get me there. I don't know what it is yet, but I do wanna think of like something powerful can happen in these 21 days. Something powerful can happen when you're committed to a daily habit of walking, which is what the Girl Trek platform is. And specifically during this time, like I want to do something, but her, your goal sits um, out in Houston, that inspired me. Like, is it a course? Is it something y'all, like everybody, we got something. What do you got on your to-do list that you like been putting off for months that you could be like, this is the month that I could get it done. What is like on your dream bucket list that you like have been, like hoping to do, but haven't made space for like these 21 days can be the time that you can make space for it and get it done. Like what, where can you stretch or reach yourself to and use these 21 days to get you there? Absolutely. And the accountability part is what made me say push star nine, because I was thinking to my, in my head, and when you said the intention, I was like, let me put it out there. That's accountability. So thank y'all for the push and for accountability. So even if you're not talking to someone right now on girl Trek. Talk to somebody so that someone knows what you were working towards and help you accomplish your goals. Genius, 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 genius. Thank you, sister. Vanessa. Yes. Vanessa, Thank my you. goal is to... Oh, sister, how much are these earrings? Okay, I'm going to take... My goal, Vanessa, is... Thank you, sister in Houston. I'm going to say bye to her. Thank you, sister in Houston. Thank y'all. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all.
All right. Um, my goal is to get my, um, <clears throat> get my nutrition together. I mean, I want to be eaten so right on. My mentor, shout out to Double D, Deb Davis in New Jersey. She is my mentor. I love her so much. <clears throat> Told me I need to go plant-based. And I was doing research on um, how to extend the life expectancy of black women by 10 years and 10 years, which is our new goal, our new mission for Girl Trek. And, eat, and, and becoming, um, you don't have to be vegan, but you can have a push-in plant-based diet. Um, where you eat mostly plants. It's what our ancestors did. I, I can guarantee that because I live in Africa now. So I am giving up, like, listen, all the things, white white flour, white sugar, white salt, all of that stuff. And I'm pushing in as much color as possible. Um, I'm not that. eating no bread, Vanessa, for these 21 days. I might still eat some beef, but I don't think I'm going to. I drank some beet juice last night and I drank some kale. I mean, a bunch of uh, greens juiced up. Um, they're called contombre and a whole bunch of other different greens juiced up. But um, I, I'm going to talk to a nutritionist this month. Um, I'm going to get my um, what I put in my body together. So I just hope to be radiant by the end from the inside out. And I hope to be fine from the outside in. So because I'm trying to work real hard walking, too. So listen, stay tuned, y'all. I love that, Morgan, push in something good. And I love even the focus on nutrition. A lot of us can do that. And it's, it's not crazy. It's um, synchronicity that you mentioned Deb Davis. I had a dream about her last night. I had a dream that I was Ooh. in this like weird, like on this like mountain. And it was like all of these people competing for like something. And I was like working hard because I was competing for Girl Trek. And then I got really exhausted. So I had to go into this place to rest. And in the place to rest were people who were giving presentations. And there was a woman who was like had tears in her eyes. And she was saying how she was going to give her presentation on Girl Trek because all of the activists were so powerful. And the first picture she pulled up was Deb Davis. And I just remember I was sitting in the back of the room and the woman was giving the presentation. It was Deb Davis' face. And I was so happy. And I was like, oh, man, I didn't know this presentation was going on. But I'm so happy that she got Deb Davis' picture. Like, it, I just had that dream last night. Girl, that means it's my goal is right. That's what that means. God is like, <laughs> I know. Let me show for that to give her some confirmation that we're going to need to pull it together. I appreciate mm. that. I love that. I love that you dream about Girl Trek and activism. You, that means you committed. I think I I'm going to give up meat for these 21 days now that you just said that. Please do. Actually, I eat, Please a, do. I eat a lot of beef, and I just made a delicious steak last night for me and my man, but I'm just like, actually, I got two more steaks in the refrigerator because, you know, it was on sale. I'm going to eat because <laughs> uh, day one is Monday. This is the last thing that actually I will say right. as we wrap up, which is get your heart and mind right this weekend. Get your heart and mind right this weekend. Figure out what it is you want to commit to. Figure out what your I mean, non-negotiables are. Figure out what your intentions are. And set them. And then show up on Monday ready to roll. The fact that Morgan's buying these earrings in the background while I'm telling you this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, no, it's, it's the magic of girl trick. It is the magic of girl trick, y'all. Okay. So we hope that you have enjoyed this call. We hope you have got some inspiration from your sisters around the country. Thank you all so much for being brave enough to hit star nine and for sharing a little bit of your story with us. We are a global movement. We will be inspiring our families. We will be on the pavement Monday at noon Eastern. Tag five friends in this weekend and get your heart and spirits right. The first story is going to be the bomb. That's all I have before we close out. Morgan, do you have anything before we close out? No, you did a good job, Vanessa. You be doing a good job at your job. Oh, Just in case you thank forgot, you. You be doing a good job at your job, and this was fun today. Thank you for letting me go shop. I'm gonna take some pictures and put it on on my Instagram so y'all can see where I am. I yes. appreciate yes, it, please. Davis just texted us and said we can do it, Vanessa. So that means we can. Um, yes. Anybody want to join us in changing their diet? Just hit me up uh, at Morgan Trex in my inbox so we can be accountability sisters. Um, tell me what precisely you're gonna do. Y'all, so precisely no fried food, no bread, no meat, for, or no, oh, I hate chicken. So I'm going to just say no meat. I don't even like chicken. Okay. I'll have fish. No I'll have fish? fish. I'll have... No, I will have fish. I will have fish. I'll have fish. I'll have fish. Because I'm traveling. So I'll have fish. That's what I was uh, just going to say. I'll get to see My Morgan next week, y'all. We're about to be kicking yeah. it in the mountains. Follow me. <laughs>
Oh my um, god. Oh, there's a Nefertiti ring, but so there's a Nefertiti ring, but I'm not gonna get mm. it because I can't fit you. Either I would have got it for you because you know I'm a sister But okay. Okay. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. We're gonna close okay. out um our uh oh, sorry, go ahead, Morgan. I'm sorry, I was just rapping. <laughs> All right, well, I was going to tell people we're closing out um, with a artist who I just discovered. His name is Dev Hines. He goes by the name of Blood Orange. He grew up in East London. His family is from Sierra Leone and Guyana, and uh, he's going to close us out. So we will see y'all on Monday. You asked me what family is, and I think of family as community. I think of the spaces where you don't have to shrink yourself, where you don't have to pretend or to perform. You can fully show up and be vulnerable and in silence, completely empty, and that's completely enough. You show up as you are without judgment, without ridicule, without fear or violence or policing or containment, and you can be there and you're filled all the way up. So we get to choose our families. We are not limited by biology. We get to make ourselves to make our families. Yeah.